0: Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Hello, my spiritual family. It's Jules. I wanted to give you a little bit of an introduction into what you're going to hear and what we recorded today was live on a zoom I called it a spiritual family gathering so you could say we held church today and what was really neat about it is I felt very led to share a message about Palm Sunday and it was very clear what I wanted to share and I wanted to make the point of Jesus riding into Jerusalem on the donkey not the horse because the donkey represents peace and represents coming in peace and I also shared a little bit about finding the meaning for Palm Sunday within A Course in Miracles and I'm giving you this background because the internet was kind of all over the place. So you're going to miss the introduction where I started talking about the arrival into Jerusalem. And there's different spots where you'll hear me say uh, that I'm back. And so that's what was happening. So God bless our efforts here in Hopeful trying to deal with no Wi-Fi and um, slow cell service. But we're doing our best to send you All of the positive, uplifting, encouraging spiritual lessons and messages that we can get over to you as soon as we can. So my prayer is that this helps you throughout this week and helps you remember that you always have a choice and that you can choose again. So let's take a listen. What does the course say about Palm Sunday? What does the course say about Easter? Is there any information in there? So. And there is, there's a whole section on it. And um, this is called the Holy Week, right? So being the Holy Week starting with Palm Sunday is the beginning of it. So this is where, you know, in the story of the Bible, Jesus is arriving into Jerusalem. Okay, so this is where we are, Palm Sunday. So you may or may not know that Jesus was riding a donkey when he rode into Jerusalem. And I love that point of the story, because the donkey represents coming in peace. So if you are hang on a second if you are uh, a king and you ride in to a city on a horse, it is to state that you are there to protect your honor as a king, and you are ready for battle should there be a need for battle, right? You're ready for the conflict. If you ride on a donkey as a king, then what that means is you are coming in peace. You're not at war with anybody. You're not at war with any other kings. You're making it very clear to everybody that you are there in peace how cool is that? I mean, like just one simple thing, like he rode on a donkey. Like th- that's why I love Jesus. Cause Jesus is like so radical and and just so like, you know, doing these things of, of, um, of just examples of, to show us different ways. And so I, I spent some time with that and the course breaks it down in such a beautiful way that I've never heard before. So it's, having that acceptance of truth. So that's where we are with Palm Sunday, right? Jesus was accepting the truth. The truth being that the peace of God is lying within us. Within us herein lies the peace of God. And Jesus knew that. Jesus accepted that. And Jesus was like, here we go. And I'm going forward. Now, Jesus knew what was going to happen, right? So knew that this was going to be a, a really hard week. This was going to be, you know, he knew the crucifixion was coming, all that kind of stuff. So you can say that even in that, he still showed up and he still showed up in peace to move forward. And so like when I was thinking about that, I was like, wow, that's so symbolic of where we are right now. You know, every week it's like getting harder. It's getting harder. People are starting to really fight each other. You know, we're, we're hearing more and more about domestic violence and conflict and, you know, families aren't really sure what to do with each other. Now there's a lot of great positive things that we're hearing about in the communities uh, coming together and nature restoring herself and all of these things. But I also want us to know what to do with the other stuff. So that's what I wanted to bring to you today. So that example, that radical example of unshakable peace. So he's on the donkeys coming in. I would love that to be an example for you this week, right? Just think about that as we're riding into the rest of this week. Because the week may get really tough. You know, we're gonna start getting to the point where numbers are gonna start peaking, things gonna get more intense. So again, unshakable radical peace. So no matter what was going on around Jesus, he was able to hang on to that. And so again, that peace was inside. So externally stuff's going on the storm is happening right but if we use that example as the storm's happening the virus is around it's all scary there's lots of fear there's lots of feelings of scarcity there's all this kind of stuff happening right now right that's external we can't control that stuff what we can control is leaning in finding that peace grabbing a hold of its hand and going to Jerusalem on that donkey okay so i just see it as we have two options right so we've got we've got a choice to make in any situation i've been dealing with you know spikes of fear personally this week and i don't feel that i'm immune to it i don't feel like anyone's immune to it we're going to have these waves the waves exist because we need the opportunities to flex our spiritual muscles and we need a chance to practice the peace. We need a chance to then say, Oh, this is it. This is, this is where that comes into play. This is when I turn within and I go in and I say, this is the truth. Be with me, be with me, hold my hand. So in that the course, it was so cool. Y'all, the course says you are, you've got, you've got two choices, right? You've got a crown of thorns in one hand and you've got beautiful white lilies in the other, yet you're confused on what to give your brother, what you're, you're confused on what to give each other. And so, you know, in these moments, people On the outside of us, right, are gonna drive us crazy. Maybe you personally are at the point where you're, whoever you're around the most is, you know, getting on your nerves. Maybe the governor is testing your patience. Maybe, you know, other leaders are really, you know, pushing you to, you know, have you lose your peace. Can I get an amen on that? So when that's happening, or you see that people aren't playing by the rules, and they're, they're not staying inside. And we're like, are we ever going to leave our houses? You know, so while this is happening, these are all thorns. So in those situations, that's when you remember what you have in your hand. You have the choice, the crown of thorns or the lilies. Lilies is the piece of offering. You know, you remember that. That, that is this week. You know, it starts with palms. It ends with lilies. So, just for this week, even if we can open up our minds enough, just a little corner, little corner of possibility for it and say, okay, so when I find myself bothered in that situation, instead of giving my brother, giving my spiritual family, whoever it is, even if it's just mentally in the privacy of your own mind, you know, because it's really a powerful place. Instead of giving the thorns, lean over and decide to give the lilies. And so, It's all an invitation. That's what I feel like. It's all an invitation. So, for me, the way it looks like is when that stuff happens, it's like grace for you, grace for me, grace for you, grace for me, you know? And that's, we have an unlimited amount of grace within us, but yet for some reason, we believe scarcity will play there. And for some reason, we believe that oh, well, if I give enough, too much empathy to this person or too much to myself, then there won't be left over for when I need it for the next person or for when I really need it. But that's not true. So I want to make sure that we're understanding that that well is not going to dry up. The more we use it, the more it makes. So let's not ration out compassion. Let's not ration out peace. Let's not ration out grace. Let's just give it generously, generously. So think about you know, soaking those people, those situations, those you know, thorns that come up in grace, just soak them because it's inexhaustible, right? So put it to the test this week. So with that kind of thinking, don't forget yourself. Be gentle with yourself right now. Like, we're going through a lot of stuff, especially as empathic folks. Like, our hearts are really big. And when you have a big heart that's wide open, it can be susceptible to a lot of trash, you know, a lot of junk that wants to come in. So, be very careful with what you're not only uh, consuming in all different forms, but also what you're allowing to play in your mind you know so if you're having this this debate with somebody in your mind and you're handing them thorns know that you're going to feel that within and that's going to shut down your ability to give that grace because that's really what you want to do anyways that's going to shed those layers and bring us closer and closer and closer to that peace to that feeling of All is well and believing it and knowing. So, you know, this is where we have the opportunity to choose the gift of faith that is available to us because we decide to put ourselves back in our right mind and we decide to say, you know what, fear that's not real. That's my projection. This is just, I'm tripping right now. I'm future tripping. I don't, you know, I'm starting to look at all this stuff in a way that's very scary and it becomes my reality because now it's what I'm believing. And so when you don't let yourself play there, instead, we're going to play in grace. We're going to go to Graceland actually. Look at that. So let's go to Graceland y'all. Let's, let's hang out there and just, douse ourselves. Just soak it up like you a big dry biscuit. Soak it up. Take everything you need. Because right now, we are, we're we're going to get dry if we don't do it. And we're going to be running on fumes. We're going to be losing patience with each other. We're going to lose patience with ourselves. And the thing is, is that everything that you read, that's not, that's not anything for you. You have no control over those situations. What you have control over is your house. What are you doing at your house? What are you doing in this house right here? Right? So if you take this invitation for the Holy Week, if you take this opportunity to say, I'm putting the thorns down, not, not this week, not today, not this moment. I'm going to do my best to stay in that place that I really want to grow in, which is that place of peace, I know that it will continue to grow. More will continue to come. And then it reflects around you. And this is how we make the impact. This is how we affect the world around us positively. You know. So now in the moments where you are like, I totally forgot this conversation, Jules. I, I, it's Tuesday. That was three days ago you said that, right? and you're there, but guess what? The course also tells us that we can choose again. So in that moment where you feel like, I screwed that one up, man, I definitely did not show up as my best self, choose again, choose again, that's it, it's over, it's over, No, no place, no reason to dwell there, no reason to drag yourself through the mud, you don't have to beat yourself up for a certain amount of time in order for you to get the lesson. The moment you remember, that's it, Choose again. Choose again. That's it. It's that simple. We feel almost as if we need to beat ourselves up in order to really get it. And then that transfers to other people. Because if we give forgiveness too quick, they never get it. They never get the lesson. How are they going to know that I'm serious about this and don't do this to me? Right? Has anybody else ever been there? I know I have. That's how I thought forgiveness had to be given. And so I've learned that it's actually when I give myself the permission to be very generous with the grace and forgiveness for myself and others, that's when it starts to come to me in generous amounts and doses. And so I just want to encourage you because I, I know that it's going, to be, it's going to continue to get harder. It's just kind of where we are right now, you know, because people are getting real stir crazy and all we need them to do is stay home. right. So there's, there's us right here looking at each other. What can we do? We can tend to our own houses. We can tend to our temples, make sure that we're giving ourselves everything we need this week. You know, if you, if you've got a really tough situation that pops up, it's popping up because it needs your forgiveness. It needs your forgiveness. That's why it's there. You're getting the opportunity to let it go. In my back, can you guys hear me? I'm gonna keep going. How about that? I don't even care if the internet can't keep up. I'm gonna keep going. So I'm wrapping it up because I want to hear from you guys. I just wanted to share a couple things that have been helping me with this. And um, one of those is being aware of how to calm my nervous system down when I am experiencing fear, when I am experiencing scarcity, whatever the the situation is. So make sure that you are connecting with a spiritual teacher or leader, somebody outside of yourself that can speak to you in a way that you understand and that keeps you straight. Okay. So, so do that, Mm -hmm. figure out a, a place where you can kind of, you know, set that podcast channel to, or the YouTube or whatever it is somebody that's going to help feed you right now okay that's another way that we can really help to support each other and so for example like on youtube um you know josh and i put together our process for peace on how we calm our nervous system because it's really important once my nervous system is activated and my fight or flight is going off and the adrenaline is pumping and my cortisol is like whoo and i'm feeling all these things i'm not able to make good decisions. It's just scientific facts. I can't. My command center, my prefrontal cortex is offline. And so this is where my executive functions are. So it's offline. I'm not also able to remember to connect into higher wisdom, to connect into my best self. So know that, know the human side of this as well, because it's an integration. Like, yes, we are spirit. Yes, we are strong, but we are also human. And we have to make sure that we're clear on how to do all these things, you know, be the human and be the, the spiritual divinity that we are. So know how to calm your nervous system down. That's going to be where your self-care comes into play too. You know, making sure you're getting enough rest, making sure you're eating well, making sure you're hydrating. That's a big thing right now, especially with the virus. It's like they're showing that the more water we can drink, the better. And I don't think that that's by a coincidence. I think, you know, we all needed the, the influence to start drinking some more water. You know, making sure that you're breathing fresh air, all of these things that seem kind of like common sense, but they can also get pushed aside because we, we'll, we'll start to continue to get busier and blah, 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 blah. All right? So make sure you know how to calm your nervous system down. The other thing I wanted to share with you is that when you're taking that time for the stillness, when you're taking that time to be still and know, don't rush it. Let yourself stay there as much as you need to. You know, if you feel like you're connecting and you're, oh, then get all of the gifts that are being given to you. And in that moment, you can also decide to give as an offering all of the stuff that is too heavy for you, all of it, just give it back and say, Here you go. This is my offering. My fear, my unforgiveness, my, you know, the, I used to think that uh, this is why I love, again, A Course in Miracles, is because I used to think that my job was to do the forgiving. My job is to be willing to offer my unforgiveness to be able to be forgiven. That's the gift is I can just say, I just don't want it anymore. I'm, I don't want it. I wanna let it go. That's, that's where my strength comes in because we, we somehow believe that weakness is a sign to un, being forgiving or giving grace. You know, We think like, oh, well, again, it's, it's a sign of weakness, but really it's a sign of strength because you're teaming up yourself, and you're connecting to source and boom. I'm back. So the power, the power is in there. And so the prayers that I do when I'm in that space that really help me connect, I wanted to share that, that intimate, um, the intimate prayers that I use all the time. Sometimes I'm not even in the stillness. Sometimes I'm just in a heated moment within myself. And that's like where I feel like I got to grab on, you know? And it's like, you know, Jesus take the wheel kind of moment. You know, I'm like, yes, you know? And I almost have to think of it like that because it's not me, it's not me by myself, right? So my prayers, number one that I use all the time is be with me. And I put my hand on my heart and say, be with me, be with me, be with me. And it makes me feel comforted immediately. I say, help me. I was in labor with the twins it was too late to get any pain medicine. Okay. That's how that went down. And I kept praying, help me, help me, help me. And Josh was like, baby, they are trying to help you. And I was like, he doesn't understand who I'm asking for help. So that's a good one. That's a, you know, sometimes we think prayer has to be a certain kind of whatever the words are really meaningless. It's the intention. I just want to be very clear on that. So another one is remind me, remind me, remind me, remind me. Because we just forget. I feel like sometimes we just go through, you know, cases of amnesia. We just forget. The next one, the next two is one is take my hand. Again, like joining forces, joining, getting that power. Take my hand, take my hand, be with me. And the other one is take take this offering, take this feeling, just take it, take it, take it. I don't want it. I don't need it. Let it pass through and just leave it at that altar, leave it at that inner altar. Now, there's an affirmation um, that I really have been leaning into big time with not only um, forgiveness for myself, but mainly others. This has been really helping me. Um, you don't have to say it to anybody. You can just mentally do it and it's just as powerful. And I got it from a book called Your Immortal Reality, which is um, a book about A Course in Miracles. Somebody was writing about that. So the the affirmation is, I am spirit." So this is me saying it to myself, and then I'm going to say it again to someone else. So this is kind of how it flows for me. So I say, I am spirit, whole and pure. All is forgiven and released. And then I, then I repeat that in my heart, in my mind to somebody, especially in that moment where I forget and I'm super upset with them and I'm, and I'm uncomfortable and I'm, and I'm just in that, in that zone you know, of forgetting. And I lean into the peace by saying, you are spirit, whole and pure, all is forgiven and released because you're recognizing that your brother and your sister, that they are spirit too, because what's in you is in them. And so by allowing yourself to recognize that and remember that and saying, forgiven, it's released. It's incredibly powerful. So I want to share that this week. Anytime that you feel like I can't, I can't right now. You might not be able to, but that's a clue. Be with me, be with me, be with me. So I just wanted to share the stuff that's been, you know, on my heart big time and, and just wanting to get it out. Because I feel like again we need to do everything possible to help each other through this time. You know, it's it's a there's a a massive uh, grieving process happening, and um, there's a, a huge uh, uh, podcast episode on Brene Brown's new podcast called Unlocking Us. She does um, something with uh, David Kessler. Uh, who is phenomenal. He's a grief expert. And so I recommend that you guys listen to that. It'll help you with what we're dealing with now on a global level. Um, But he says basically like the only way that we're going to make it through this is by feeding each other, is by feeding each other. So as we go into this holy week, remember crowns of thorns, lilies, what are we picking? remember, there's always that choice. There's always that option. So choose with spirit, choose to give the grace, grace for me, grace for you, grace for me, grace for you. And just continue to do that over and over and over and over and over and over again, a million hundred thousand kajillion times as much as you need to, to get through that moment. And then you make it to the next moment and then the next moment and then the next moment. And that's how we're going to do this. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today, support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me. And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash Loves Me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you.